This is episode 254 of the e-commerce coffee break podcast. Today I'm joined by Daniel Beck, the CEO of Ablestar.com, and he shares tips for managing product data on Shopify. So let's dive right into it. But before we get started, a big thank you to our sponsors for supporting today's episode. Have you heard about Partner Hero? They're experts in support on the e-commerce industry, known for their outstanding team-building skills. Their main pillars, quality, people, and culture makes them a great fit for your company. Learn more on partnerhero.com or click the link in the show notes. Let me introduce Lantern, the ultimate quiz-building Shopify app. Seamlessly guiding shoppers through custom quizzes, Lantern is leading them through their ideal products while gathering invaluable information. By understanding and addressing unique user preferences, Lantern transforms browsing into a tailored journey and during each visitor finds exactly what they are seeking. Visit trylantern.com and message their support with I want my coffee break time for an extended 30-day free trial. This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Today, we want to talk about how to manage your product data on Shopify. Now, product data for a lot of people is only a title and a description, but it's far, far more. You can do that specifically if you have a bigger store with hundreds or thousands of products in there. It can become a bit of a hassle and you need to do it the right way to save your time there. With me on the show today, I have Daniel Beck. He's the CEO of Ablestar.com, a company serving over 10,000 Shopify merchants. Before joining Ablestar, Daniel was a data scientist at Secure Capital. And now today he resides with his family in Seville in Spain, which I found very interesting. So let's welcome Daniel to the show. Hi, Daniel. How are you today? Hi. Thank you, Klaus, very much for having me on the show. Excited to be here. Daniel, you're working with Shopify for quite some time, seven, eight years already. And so obviously, product data is a, a daily business for you. Now, tell me what makes product data, specifically when we're talking about a lot of product data, so difficult to manage? Yeah, there's a couple um, problems that can arise with product data. And uh, one of the first issues is where it comes from, um, especially if you have more than Know, five or 10 products on your store, you're probably working with some suppliers. So you might have product data coming from different places and the formats of that data can definitely be different or messy, not incomplete. Product, different formats, different parts. Let's run through a typical product detail page on Shopify and, and touch on the different areas what actually product data includes or entails what uh, we need to look at. When you look at a product detail page, you'll see the product title and the description there and we can maybe talk about the description a little bit more later, but there's a wide variety of what that can entail. Images are also one of the first things that's known. But then what we also find is lots of merchants will have a whole nother set of data that they need about the product. And this can be things like when the product's in stock, maybe it's a pre-order or like a pre-sale. So there's a due date where it might actually come on sale. There can be other product data needs to be put in to help with other applications on your Shopify store. So if you have a search page with sliders where you can like select colors, ranges of sizes and things like that, the way those filters work is also with uh, the product data. So uh, there's the few visible parts that you see, but then also beneath the surface, there's a lot of other data that you need to keep in sync. Let's talk about the things that you don't see on the first look on a product detail page that might be uh, the 
data for Google Shopping, for instance, metadata. Tell me a little bit about these data fields. Yeah, there's different ways to store them within Shopify. Traditionally, I would say a large part of that data has been stored just as product tags. You might use something called what we call a prefix tag, where say if you're selling a t-shirt and it has size extra large, you might add a tag to the product size equals extra large. And if it has a tag, or if it has a size medium, it might have size equals M and so forth. A couple years ago, Shopify really doubled down on these meta fields, which are more arbitrary types of data that you can associate with products. And what we've seen is slowly apps and merchants are using the meta fields more to handle this semi-arbitrary but still structured data. And that's really what we encourage merchants to do as well. Just briefly touching on Google Shopping data, that's uh, something else we deal with a lot. The data is also stored in meta fields within Shopify, but there's a whole lot of work around that, making sure that you have the data in the right format so that Google accepts those products and lists it on Google Shopping. Now, the problem comes up when you have to do changes, bulk changes. If you have hundreds of products and you want to set up the price, increase or decrease the price, or just have general changes on your products, a lot of merchants then are spending hours on doing this manually. And there's a better way to do that. Tell me a bit about tricks and tips on how to improve this process. Yeah, there's a few ways native to the Shopify admin that you can do this. And then also our primary app on the Shopify app store is this bulk product editor that was really designed to do this from the beginning. Within the Shopify admin, you have the option of uploading a spreadsheet with some of the modified data. So you can update your prices locally in Excel or Google Sheets, and then upload that to the Shopify admin. Issues we've seen with that is it's easy to make a mistake and you can't really tell what's happening. And if you make a mistake, there's no undo button or way to revert those changes. Shopify also has a bulk product editor within the admin, which kind of gives you a spreadsheet view of uh, multiple products at once, and you can go through there and update the values as you see fit. Um, but again, this can take a little bit longer because you're going through row by row and there's no way to revert changes in case you've made a mistake. Leading to our app, the AbleStar bulk product editor, it was really designed from the beginning to make managing your product data as easy as possible for humans to do. I find the Shopify admin, it's very, feels very like machine focused. Like you give us a perfect spreadsheet and we'll get exactly what you want. But I'm not like that. And most merchants are. If you were to increase prices by 10% on our application, before you do that, you would see a sample of the products and what the new prices would be with things like rounding and all. When the process is running to update those products, you can see the process. And then if you found you made a mistake or if the sale is just simply over, we have a big undo button that you can click to get you back to where you were before. I like the idea of an undo button. That would be the perfect solution for me because that had quite happened. And I've spent tons of time and, and doing these things manually. Now you're working obviously with a ton of Shopify merchants out there. What kind of process do they use to make it quicker or how often do they use your system to update their products? There's a whole variety of use cases. Uh, we see a lot of people initially when you're setting up a new store, there's a lot of initial classification that you need to do with your products, making sure they're in the right collections. Also, if you're adding a new product line or adding a new supplier to your store, there's more of this one-off updates that you have to do. But then what we also see, and this is something we're 
working with more now is once you get set up, then there might be ongoing updates that you have to deal with. If you have different suppliers, their prices might change, the availability of products might change. And we have features to, for example, automatically update different fields on your product store from a remote spreadsheet. We see this where a supplier might have a file on Google Sheets or Dropbox, and we can pull that into the application on a reoccurring basis and use that to update perhaps the availability of products on the store. That's a very interesting feature. A spreadsheet was one of my suppliers, and we have to do this manually. So if you can sync this automatically, does it need to be a, a Google spreadsheet or what kind of format do you accept there? No, right now we accept FTP servers, Google documents, spreadsheets, file stored on Google Drive, Dropbox folders, and then any URL that might have a password or something in the URL, but we can, our system can go out, download that file, process it for you and update the products as needed. Okay. A lot of stores nowadays are working internationally. They might support different languages, different currencies. Does your app support that? How does that work? How is the maintenance, the managing working on that side? Up until relatively recently, if you wanted to have different currencies or different translations, you really had to have either a series of different applications that would try and do that on your Shopify store, or you would need to have separate Shopify domains. So you would have, for example, ablestarstore.myshopify.com and then ablestarstoreeu.myshopify.com for the European-based pricing. More recently, though, Shopify has introduced this idea of markets that can have different price lists. So within the same Shopify store, you could have a separate prices for uh, euros for Brazil or other markets. We support the ability to upload a spreadsheet of those price lists for your different markets. Just by default, Shopify will allow you to do things like, say, the prices in the EU are 15% higher because of shipping or some extra handling costs. But there's other situations where the merchants themselves have specific prices that they want to sell the products at that don't match a general rule like that. With our app, you can just upload a CSV that can contain the SKU, variant ID, product handle, and the price, and those will get updated for the different markets. And now a quick break to thank the sponsors of today's episode. As a prominent player in the e-commerce support arena, Partner Hero specializes in delivering personalized customer experience solutions. With a clear focus on helping you not just meet but exceed your goals and requirements, they have become experts in e-commerce support. Their commitment to tailoring solutions to your unique needs ensures that your support experience is nothing short of exceptional. Partner Hero is more than a CX company. They are your partner in success. Visit their website and learn more on partnerhero.com. Let's take a moment to spotlight Lantern, not just another app, but the highlight of quiz building expertise. Imagine a digital guiding light artfully steering your eager shoppers through interactive quizzes titled just for them. Lantern offers more than direction. It's an insight gatherer capturing valuable data from every user response. This isn't merely about quizzes, but understanding, adapting and curating a shopping experience so personal, so refined that each visitor feels like the journey was crafted solely for them. Dive into the world of personalized e-commerce and watch as every browser transforms into a satisfied customer. Visit trylantern.com and message their support with I want my coffee break time for an extended 30-day free trial. On use case that I can think of, I'm not sure if you support that. If I'm coming from a different system, for instance, I was using WooCommerce in the past and I'm going then into Shopify. Is there a way to import data from external systems? It's funny you mentioned WooCommerce because the first application that we built was actually a 
importer from WooCommerce into Shopify. And it was several years ago now, but I originally thought it would be a simple process of connecting two APIs. And because of how much you can customize WooCommerce, it turned out to be a little more difficult than originally envisioned. But we don't have a ongoing sync directly with the WooCommerce API, but there's different ways that you could create a dump of the WooCommerce data that you need, like a CSV file that could be automatically uh, ingested by the app. Tell me a little bit, who's your perfect customer? Which kind of customers do you have? One that's looking to make their product data run smoother. It's not something you might get up in the morning and think, this is what I want to do today. It's more sales and all, but we found that really like having the good product data allows you to sync it easier to other systems like Google Shopping. It makes your whole process internally easier. You get less customer complaints about, I ordered this product and now you're saying it's not available. Uh, that's a big one we deal with. And, and then also just making sure your product detail pages look good and there's no broken HTML or um, incorrect data on those. Okay. On that, are you have a, a sort of approval process or a filtering process to prevent that, for instance, broken HTML or JavaScript or whatever will be imported into the wrong fields? We don't have filters in line with uh, things. So we do depend some on the data that's coming from the remote CSV and all. We are working on this idea of kind of code snippets, which is arbitrary code that you can apply to your product written in liquid. So you could say, for example, if the vendor is MapleStar, make sure it has this meta field set, things like that to apply some rules. But also since all the modifications you make can be undone if your supplier does have an issue with their feed, but you can just go in the app, pause the reoccurring job and click undo and it will revert the product data to how it was before the last import. Okay, no, that sounds good. How does the onboarding process look like? With our application, one of the things that's a little bit unique compared to other Shopify apps is that we store the entire product catalog in our own database. And there's a couple reasons we do this. One is it makes a, it allows us to support this idea of an undo a lot faster. Before you, when you edit a product, we know what the value is before so we can revert it easier. Uh, also supports the preview. And then there's a lot of um, product searching that you can't just do through the Shopify API. So for example, if you want to see all the products on your store that don't have an image or where the price is greater than the cost or things like this, we can pull those products up for you quickly. Whereas other apps would need to really go back to the Shopify API, look through all your products and filter out those products. The one downside to this though, is that when you first install the app, you have to you might have to wait a while while we gather all this information from the Shopify API. So that process depends a lot on the number of products you have. If you have a couple hundred products, by the time you get a copy, it should be back. But we've had stores with over 2 million products on the Shopify API or on the Shopify store. And in those cases, it does take a little bit longer. But then once that initial import's complete, you're you know, free to use the app and go about and make the modifications you need. The benefits and advantages of your app are obviously very clear. Are there any other key features or functionalities that we haven't spoken about? I split the app into two parts. There's the in-app editing, which is going through and saying, I want to increase my prices by this percent. I want to add tags, set my Google shopping fields. And then we also have a way to do that with spreadsheets. So if you have a spreadsheet in just any format, you can upload that without having to convert it to the Shopify format. But then what we've been focusing more on the last 
year or two has been these like automations to keep this product data in sync. And it's like we were talking about, we can automatically pull in feeds from URL or Dropbox to update your product data. And then more recently, we're working on these code snippets where you can apply rules to your products anytime they're updated. So for example, if the price on the product gets set to zero, we could have a rule that says, put this product to draft because there was a mistake that happened and we don't want customers to order this product. Okay. Yeah. I like the app. I should have used me or saved me tons of time back in a time when I was doing it manually by myself. Tell me a little bit about the pricing structure. How does that work? We have a free plan that I think is pretty generous. A lot of applications will limit you to, you can edit 10 products on a free plan and we give five free edits every on a rolling 30-day basis. And there's no limitation to the number of products you can modify with those edits. So there's people that might need to set a few Google shopping fields once and they can do that with one or two edits and that's all they need. And then for uh, reoccurring edits, or I'm sorry, for if you need to do more edits, we start at $20 a month. And then for more of the automations, plans are a little bit higher than that. Okay. That's very affordable. I'm just considering how much time you save while using your app and doing the bulk edits. Before we come to the end of the coffee break today, is there one final thought that you want to leave our listeners with? As much as you can, like try and clean the data that's coming into your Shopify store as soon as possible. And this is going back to some data engineering, but if you think of your product data as going through different steps, maybe coming from a supplier, going into Shopify, then going to Google Shopping and other places, the earlier on that you can clean your data, really the the better it is. It makes everything downstream from that a lot cleaner. For example, with product descriptions, if you can keep the product description to just be the text about the product and take all the things like shipping policies and store those in other places, that just makes everything you know, downstream from that a lot easier, like getting it to Google Shopping or other things. No, it makes perfect sense. Where can people find out more about you guys? Yeah, ablestar.com is probably the best place. That's our website. Okay, I will put the link in the show notes and then you just want to click okay. away. Daniel, thanks so much for giving us an overview about your app and what you provide to our listeners. I hope a lot of people will try it out. I think it's a very good solution. At least I will t save a ton of time. I can vouch for that. Thanks so much for your time today. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, Klaus here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Before you go, I'd like to ask two things from you. First, please help me with the algorithm so I can bring more impactful guests on the show. It will make it also easier for others to discover the podcast. Simply like, comment and subscribe in the app you're using to listen to the podcast and even better if you could leave a rating. Secondly, please take a moment to check out today's episode sponsors. They play a crucial role in keeping the show and our newsletter available to you for free. Thanks again and I catch you in the next episode. Have a good one. Before you leave, don't forget to visit the sponsor of today's episode. Let me introduce Lantern, the ultimate quiz-building Shopify app. Seamlessly guiding shoppers through custom quizzes, Lantern is leading them through their ideal products while gathering invaluable information. By understanding and addressing unique user preferences, Lantern transforms browsing into a tailored journey and during each visitor finds exactly what they are seeking. Visit trylantern.com and message their support with I want my coffee break time for an extended 30-day free trial. Have you heard about Partner Hero? They're experts in support on the e-commerce industry, known for their outstanding team-building skills. Their main pillars, quality, people and culture, makes them a great fit for your company. Learn more on PartnerHero.com or click the link in the show notes.